Welcome, folks, to another episode of Who's Ghost Shanties, brought to you by Who's Ghost Stories and the Orb Buoys. <laughs> I almost got the title on that one there. Uh, I am Andrew Huzar from Who's Our Rating Readings. We've got our research expert, Sean, and our paranormal enthusiast and cryptid expert, Professor Alex Wheaton. Um, so, another quick little shout out here before. Use the link in the description to go to spiritmagica.net, order yourself some crystals. As you can see, we've got the crystal ball here. This is from the Fluoride and Amethyst Dream Set. Uh, they also sent us some points that we've shown off, a couple little jack slash d20 guys, um, all amethyst and fluoride. All of them are natural, they are sharp, so be careful, um, but go order, support us. We'll get a little kickback, uh, use the coupon, save yourself some money, and you can help send us to some scary places. On today's episode, we are looking at another sinking ship and a goat ship. However, this one's not on Lake Erie. This one's on Lake Huron. So we are traveling a little north. <laughs> um, but this is... An interesting one, as all ghost ships and uh, legends are. So I'll go ahead and kick it over to Sean, dive in. Today we're taking a trip north to Lake Huron. This great lake has a surface area of 23,000 square miles and is home to more than 1,000 shipwrecks, including today's topic. The Erie Board of Trade was an 1800s era schooner that was mainly used for transporting coal around Lake Huron. Much of this ship's mundane history has been lost to time, except for its final voyage in 1883. The captain and crew of this ship were experienced sailors, but one fatal mistake led to the ship's mysterious disappearance. One fateful day in Saginaw Bay, the Erie Board of Trade had to drop anchor just a few days out from Cleveland, Michigan. The winds had died down, so the captain decided to wait it out by ordering the crew to clean and repair the ship. The crew was hard at work when the old captain grabbed a young, fairly new crewman. He ordered the young man to clean the ship's top masts. The rest of the crew was worried and protested the order, knowing that the boatswain's chair was ragged and unsafe. The captain did not heed their warnings and sent the crewman up to the mast in the dangerous seat. Not long after he reached the top, the rope snapped. The young man fell approximately 150 feet, crashing to the deck below. Legend says he remained alive just long enough to curse the Erie Board of Trade's captain. The crew's voyage didn't last much longer. It only took three days for them to reach port. However, during these 20... Er, Sorry, during these 72 hours, the crew claimed to have been haunted by the ghost of the dead crewman. Appearing as an all-white specter, his body was twisted and broken. He would limp across the entire deck, repeating the curse from his dying breath, until he'd reached the spot of his death. At that point, he would curse the captain one last time before disappearing. Once the ship made port, most of the crew had enough claiming the ghost to be a bad omen most quit and joined other crews. The captain remained unfazed and stayed as the ship's captain. They took on a load of coal and headed back on, out onto Lake Huron. The ship was never seen or heard from again. 
rumors swirling about the ship that was sunk by a ghost. Over the years, there have been many sightings of a dark, three-masted schooner out in Saginaw Bay. However, nobody has been able to get near it because it disappears just as quickly as it appears. Some believe that the crewman's curse has forced the captain's soul to remain captain of Lake Huron's Flying Dutchman. Others say the vengeful crewman holds the captain's soul hostage, forcing him to spend eternity reliving the ship's final moments. Whatever the truth may be, if you hang out along the shore of the scenic bay, then you just might catch a chilling glimpse of this ghost ship. Oh. Shivers and chills. Shivers me chills. What about your timbers? <laughs> they were taken. <laughs> they were they were to used to make drink. canes. <laughs> Connecting the universe even you more. You started it and I was like, oh man, salvage my timbers. <laughs> so like this one's very interesting cuz like the ship had an entirely normal history. Nothing weird about it. Until that last voyage. Captain made a bad call by sending someone up in a chair that the whole crew knew yeah. was bad. Yeah. And then... That's bad leadership. Yeah. And when your whole crew's like, no, that, that chair is not good. Not I don't think idea. the top masts need clean today. Um, especially three days out from port. Like, three days later, you could have waited. But no. Uh, captain sent him up. Came crashing back down. And that was that was the end. Just few days later, ship disappeared entirely. I love the comeuppance of 72 hours straight of this guy's ghost <laughs> saying I told you so. Yep. That is the most... 72 hours. That is the most petty thing ever, and I, I do love Just it. Just walking like, the whole length of the deck. Up till your point of death, where you curse the captain once more and do it all over again. For straight 72 hours, like... Yeah, I wouldn't go back on that ship. No, no, I wouldn't. I don't blame literally most of the entire crew. Just like, no, no, no. And I'm sure they, he didn't have ill feelings towards them because they're like, look, he's going to die. Yeah. They're like, don't do this. It, it'd be interesting to find out like how much of the crew actually stayed on because all like the stories and legends said most. But honestly, like, unless that captain's paying me well, I'm gone. Like, if I'm yeah. seeing this ghost well, for three days straight... Maybe it's a similar situation. The first mate's his brother. That could be. Know. Loyalty. It's, it's hard to know the specifics of that, but yeah. And I want to know, because, like, I can't imagine the captain not replacing those lost crew members. But then, on the other hand, he already made one really bad leadership decision. I could see him also <laughs> trying to go back out with, like, a skeleton crew. I'm the captain. I got this ship. Yeah. Like, just... All right, we're just sailing um, a day or two back up up the lake. Like, yeah. I, we can do, we have enough people to man this boat, and, like, that could be what sank it, being unprepared for a storm with not a lot of men. An un, unexperienced crew, even, like, not refilling it with worthy people. I, I think very much uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, too. We yeah. don't need a good crew. We just need a crew. Any able-bodied person. I'd be interested to know, too, because, like, everything you learn or read about, like, 
ports where crews were for hire and stuff, they, I don't want to say like they were bad places or skeezy places, but like they had a lot of places where soldiers could hang out with each other. So like that story probably would have gotten around too. Right. Like, I was just on this boat for three days. This ghost has been walking the whole ship cursing it. I would not get on that boat if I were you. Right. And even if they didn't believe the story, they'd be like, I don't want to fall 150 feet. Yeah. Like, clearly one bad decision. He's going to make more. Yeah, you're going to make someone go back up and retie <laughs> that rope. He didn't <laughs> finish his job, so we need someone to go back up. And, like, all because, like, uh, uh, not a snow day, but, like, a repair day. Like, huh, we got no wind today. Yeah, well, what are yeah. we going to do? I'm not going to let you all sit around and be lazy, sleepy, drunk sailors. We're, we're getting yeah. to work. Get up there. And, like, I know, like, rank outweighs everything, so he kind of had no choice unless he mutiny. Yeah. But, like, if you're the captain, like, your entire crew is telling you this is not safe. We've all been in that chair. It's going to yeah. snap soon. You got to listen to him. And the fact he didn't, he got cursed for three days. He warned everybody on that ship. We joked about Final Destination on Marquette and Bessemer. This ghost was giving everyone a heads up. Mm-hmm. Hey, last call for alcohol. <laughs> you might want to get off this boat. And it, it sounds like a lot of the crew did. Yeah. So I'm. I've just been looking up in general about schooners because I was wondering about roughly how big it was and so it, it's about what I expected as, as far as like some regular size schooners it, it's yeah. an average uh, ship size because while yeah it was uh, shipping coal at the same time it's we're, we have to consider what size the ship was and so um, thinking about skeleton crew because I definitely want to know about the <laughs> the crew of the very last voyage, like, how many of them were from the first crew that said, no, we're, we had enough? How many were new? Like, I re- I'm interested... How almost... many were lost going up trying to fix that chair? Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's really interesting, because like we said, like they would talk to other crews and stuff, but like if you were on that crew and you didn't witness the ghost and you've just got people talking about it, like, you have to make the decision of, like, does this give you the heebie-jeebies, or is this just nonsense? Someone was just up too late, moon hit whatever, yeah. um, and they end up staying on the crew as well. Um, yeah, I definitely... One of those, it's your only way home. Yeah. You know? If this, you're contracted, like, you're staying. Um, your port's the returning port. <laughs> And you're not making it back to that port. So, like, it's crazy, too, that with this one, like, with most of the things, there was a reason for the sinking or an estimated reason for the sinking. Uh, The ship got stuck in the swamp. Market and Bessemer didn't have a stern gate. This one, there's nothing I could find was even, like, calculating as Uh, to what happened. Other than an incompetent captain. Yeah, like, it was just... Captain was cursed. Go shunk the ship. Like every article I said, like even like it'd be like five creepiest ghosts on the Great Lakes, and it'd be like the ship sunk by a ghost, because like there was no tales of a storm. But you had an captain, captain, 
you've got possibly a skeleton crew, ghost crew, lack of a better term. Um, and a literal ghost crewman. Yeah. And like Alex said, like a schooner. Um, typical size schooner. It wouldn't... If you don't have the full crew or a good captain or the weather's not good, it wouldn't take much to capsize and sink that boat. Yeah. Um, and if... Lake Huron's this big. Alex, how many square miles is Lake Erie? Can you find that? I do know that Lake Huron's deeper than Erie, too. I'll say, yeah, I knew, I knew that it was deeper. Um, square miles of Lake Erie. 9,940 square miles. Okay. And Lake Huron is 23,000 square miles. Okay. So, it's more About than double the size times, yeah. <laughs> of Lake Erie. So, that's that's substantially larger. Yeah, that sounds like... Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. We've, we've established deeper as well. So, I mean, this boat, running into a bad storm with a bad crew and captain, it would definitely just disappear. Like, there is a good chance. And, like we said, there was over ten times as many, you know, shipwrecks. Reported yeah. shipwrecks. So, <laughs> any debris that comes to land, you have no idea what ship it's from. Right. Um, if any debris came back from this one, deeper, larger, you got planks of wood just floating. And I think here on two, um, it's the lake with the most islands as well in there. Um, I think. Um, I know it has a lot, and I think it might be the one with the most actual islands in there, so I mean ship could have just hit an island. Right. <laughs> this <laughs> we this captain's not the best. Um he could miss an island. And as we said, we're we see how well we are looking for boats in Lake Erie. Like Yeah, this is true. If you got one that's deeper and more than twice the size of Lake Erie, you're not gonna find and with this one too with so many shipwrecks out there with how big it is, and this one didn't have a payload, really. I, I could see not many people trying to hunt down the Erie Board of Trade. Well, and, you know, if this captain just literally killed a guy with a bad command, yeah, who's going to really be looking for him? So I definitely understand how this boat gets lost. 100%. That yeah. captain did something that <clears throat> finagled the rest of the ship. Well, and as you said when you were doing your research of this one that you know there's also the Chicago Board of Trade that sunk in the in Lake Erie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So Erie Board of Trade sunk in Lake Huron, Chicago Board of Trade sunk in Lake Erie and those two ships get lumped together in a lot of legends and tales. But they have very very different stories. Yeah. The like, Chicago Board of Trade actually went down because of a storm and what's interesting with that one is they have found exactly where the fragments of that ship like like are. Whereas this one, it's just question is was the Chicago Board of Trade heading towards Cleveland, Ohio? Because the Erie <laughs> Board of Trade was heading towards, was heading towards Cleveland, Michigan. <laughs> Which not gonna lie, I didn't realize there was a Cleveland, Michigan, so when I first read that I was like that's I said, wrong. Yeah, I was like I'm like, you can't get to Cleveland from Lake Huron. <laughs> well, it's well like, you can. <laughs> that's how you end up in a swamp. 
I was gonna say, I mean, it's like how there's a Canton, Michigan, and a Canton, Ohio. <laughs> well, and a Canton, PA. I was gonna but, say, yeah, so I did have to look up Cleveland, Michigan. There's uh, California, PA. Yeah. That one's that one's still my favorite one. You can go to the University of California, <laughs> Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Or did you know the Erie Board of Trade end up sinking in Lake Erie? Like, Not that. He started heading towards Cleveland, Ohio, instead of Cleveland, Michigan. So we know that this ghost was already not happy, and I'd put it more on the lines of a vengeful ghost. Um, especially spending the 72 hours, like you said, literally saying I told you so and warning the crew, like, yeah. this isn't going to go well for you. Yeah. I'm spending three more days cursing him. I'm going to get mine. Yeah. <laughs> um, regardless of anything else, uh, one thing that we know about humans are we're superstitious. Yeah. And anyone that works in any kind of field, like there are superstitions for your field. Sailors are very superstitious. That's true. Even if they didn't see a specter like itself, like it'd be like, he did curse the captain. Yeah. This is not good. Because there's the ever classic red sky in the morning, sailor's warning, red sky at night, sailor's delight. Like captain probably would have had that backwards. Oh, easily. <laughs> but like, legitimately thinking, keeping that in mind, like, regardless of if there was a ghost or not, and that may just be part of that padding to the story, legitimately, <laughs> that crew, most of that, is, most of them are not staying. That is, uh... No, especially when they probably hear them, the ship just disappear, they're like, yeah, that's a good call. Good call. Yeah, I could definitely see Red Sky during the day, yay. <laughs> red Sky at night, you die of fright. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... So going off, like, this ghost not happy, what do you think the ghost ship would be? Because I definitely think, it. I don't want to say, like, under his control, but that would almost be his doing. Do you, like, think, like, it would be, like, he's forcing him to be their flying Dutchman, or do you think it would be more, like, for the rest of eternity, like, you're going to go through this disappearance over and over? It, it might be the... Uh... English teacher in me that likes uh, parallels to uh, <laughs> like the myth of Sisyphus pushing the boulder up the hill just to roll down at the end or Prometheus being cursed to have a falcon or eagle or depending on which version you read some bird of prey eating his liver every day and it grows back like I, I imagine realistically and I think it's because it's a better story that it's not that he's the flying Dutchman of Lake Huron help guiding people no I think it's just you screwed up so bad. You are doomed for all eternity. You do not get rest. You have to go through that last sail every single time. I like to think that he forces him to go up and fixes the chair. Oh, yes. His bed goes through it. <laughs> <laughs> then it snaps. Makes him live, you know, his last moments. I also like to think that it is a flying Dutchman, and he finally got that fixed. <laughs> and he's the captain now. Part of the ship, part of the crew. Because I did find that interesting that those were the two main, like, theories as to why the ghost ship's there. And, like, I could, I would definitely subscribe to the other one, but I would lean towards, like, that's his punishment for the yeah. captain. Like, your negligence got Groundhog me killed. Day. Mm -hmm. And now, this is your eternity. You don't get to go to heaven or hell. You're stuck on Lake Huron on this boat. Wouldn't that be some sort of kar karmic justice where something happened to the top mast and nobody would go up there so the captain went up and it snapped on him but the whole mast went down and that's what capsized the ship. Yes. 
because he had a skeleton crew, he couldn't get anyone to go up. He's like, fine, I'll do it myself. Or he sends... I'll show you how safe this is. Gets his first <laughs> Gets the one most loyal guy, his first mate, his his brother or whatever, to go up there and do it, and the whole mess comes right down. Lands uh, on him. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, that just sinks it. Like, that would be so Timber. Because we can literally romanticize and theorize how this ship went down because it's not, you know, said at all. But obviously, we are in agreement that the captain would definitely 100% lead to that. Yeah, there's no middle ground on this one. No. And I think that's what we want. We want the karmic justice. I say, yeah. A lot of a lot of people and a lot of religions believe in uh, a balance that there's for every bad there's equal good. So yeah, I'd I'd be more apt to say that I think that that's what we want. Hopefully, he paid that crew before leaving again. But I could also see him being like, "No, I'm not paying you. You're quitting. You on quit. Me. You yeah. quit halfway through our journey. You get half of your pay." I just hope he wasn't a French nobleman. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, we don't know what time period that uh, captain of that other boat happened. He could have been made the captain of another boat. Ooh, just stayed was, up here. What if it was a Spanish schooner? <laughs> I mean, he already has a familiarity with a schooner, so yeah. it, it, we just, it's not really, uh, what was the other type of ship that, he, that was the Spanish one? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it, it. was actually a schooner. Just you know, re repurposed it, made it look like a right. galleon. Pymatuning had never had a boat in their swamp, so they're like, yeah, yeah. galleon, <laughs> big ship, big boat. That's all we need to know. Um, three master schooner two. If you don't know your ships, you would possibly confuse that for something else too. Yeah. Um, Santa Maria. Right, so Sean, if you're yes. on this crew as it's being haunted for three days by this ghost once you reach that port what would you do oh i i'd never go on a boat again (laughs) i i don't even know if i would you know use a rope again for the rest of my life i i would definitely have a uh, deep-seated fear of heights i would definitely like avoid ever going higher than like three feet off the ground the phrase i told you so it'd become a trigger for the rest of your life yeah, I, I, I would probably never go on a boat again. Um, have a deep-seated hate for captains, even if they were the captain of your curling team. Like, <laughs> I don't trust a single captain. Um, no, I... Scarred for life. Scarred for life. To see Joe falling 150 feet. Just write down <laughs> his last words. Your curse, or this ship will go down. And then for 72 straight hours, it's just that on repeat. Him walking across, telling everybody. That's why he was walking across the deck, because he was telling all the crew members, hey, the ship's going down. ship's going down. You might want to get off this boat. The ship's going down. I have seen the future. I am bringing the ship to the ground. I have seen some ship. He, he gets to the I ground. have seen some ship. He gets to the spot <laughs> if he died, and he just looks at it one last time. ship's going down. And the next time it leaves a port. So he gave those people time to get off the boat. I like to think that as he's making his way across, shambling, he's just like screaming. <laughs> like Bobcat Goldwaith kind of, you know, rants. About bringing down the ship. Hold on. Please or, tell me there's Or one. Charlie Day. 
Oh, look at that. Saginaw Bay Water Monster. <laughs> I was looking for, hopefully they had one. When it wants to load. They stole Bessie. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> just saying. Did, did the ghost of the sailor bring out the water monster to take down the boat? Like the Kraken? Oh, totally brought uh, out Saggy. That's its oh. name is Saggy. <laughs> Oh. S A G G Y. Eh, well, not the best name, I guess. But I guess it's not an Essie. I I like that. I, I like to think that uh, the ghost was riding Saggy. <laughs> There's our answer. See, that's why I was like, you know, it's bothering me. I'm pretty sure there is actually a Saginaw Bay Lake monster because I remember from my weird obsession with cryptozoology. I'm like, I know this not for this story. Saggy. Saggy. It's always the one that I'm like, ooh. Oh, that's who Bessie was wrestling with. <laughs> oh. You know, now that you bring up Saggy, I am surprised that somehow Saggy did not get attached to this list. Because you've got a ship that nobody knows how it went down. And you have a lake was monster. Never, was never seen again. You've got this ghost sailor. Like, you could easily just... Saggy took it out. Or... They have a a storm hag that stays away from the shore. <laughs> One that can actually do a whirlpool. Now it, it it is interesting. Nothing else has gotten in there, but I could also see like from the sol the not the soldiers the crewmen that were on that boat and watched him die, attributing it to his his ghost. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. Saying he sunk that ship. He told us he was going to sink that ship. He was always a man of his word. He sunk that ship. I mean, it was our first time meeting him, but I'm sure he was a man <laughs> of his word. Oh, I, this is another one of those that's just fascinating and the legend's so cool. Um, Alex, any final thoughts or words on our non-saggy, possible saggy sunken ship? They, they should have picked a better name. Um, about this in particular... I'm just, I want to reiterate Sean's point of if I was part of that crew, I'm gone. Never getting on a ship again. Nope. Like, I will stick to landlocked only. Um, so, it's definitely a uh, terrible thing and a terrifying thing. So, um, you know, it, it would be, I will admit, it would be fun to actually go and visit this area and just kind of be like oh look this is where this this happened and to kind of like be able to look at that but other than that that'd be our luck though we'd go to look for this ship and we'd find saggy Sag instead Bessie. <laughs> instead of whale watching we go ghost ship watching and we keep finding lake monsters it's just saggy every time <laughs> saggy. Oh, saggy again thousand shipwrecks and we keep finding saggy ghost ship how about you Sean no, I, it's it's a very interesting tale, and I, I am certain, I know that they didn't have, uh, much film or you know video or anything like that, but I like to think that there was a workplace safety video, at least a play done, so that you know, don't send him up unless it's tied off properly. Oh, easily with a dummy falling. I, I like to think that it's this was the first workplace safety Yes. Skit. <laughs> yes. You if know you those, don't follow these safety guidelines, you will be cursed. Those crew members totally would set that up on their next ships. Look, we got to tell you about something that happened. 
and then they would have another person dressed as the ghost walking across the deck. Like, I'm never going on the boat swaying chair. <laughs> Just remember the slips, trips, and falls. No, Which, I... most of those are also knots, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed to be naughty on the ship. <laughs> I love it. And, like, what's kind of cool about this, too, that makes it even better is, like, it doesn't have the extra romanticizing or padding thrown on it like other legends do. Um, it's pretty straightforward yeah. as far as yeah. legends concerned. Like, it, it didn't... Like, it would be easy to pad it out extra. Like, there's no description of how the ship went down. It's just, yeah, that, that ship's gone. Yeah. It's gone for good. So, I like this legend a lot. I think it's cool. Uh, it would be cool to find... Uh, more legends like this on the lakes. We'll have to do some searching for another nautical theme series. But I think that does it for this episode. For the next one, we will have our first travel special as we're focusing on Misery Bay and Graveyard Pond. So come back next week as we do a little investigating ourselves. Thanks, guys. Stay in the light.